0: What's up, guys? It's Lisa. We're all well into our coronavirus quarantine, and needless to say, it's been a trying time for all of us. We've had to change our daily routines. Many of us haven't even left the house. Gyms are closed. And overnight, most of our relationships went virtual. So how can we come out of this quarantine stronger, healthier, and even more connected? Well, I've taken this opportunity to talk to some of my favorite people on my Instagram Live to get their advice on these very issues, and have found the conversation so freaking helpful that I wanted to share them here as well. So over the next couple of months, we'll be posting bonus episodes every Friday to help us get through this quarantine stronger together. How is everyone? All right, let me know where you're joining from. I always love to see what countries and states and cities everyone is from. So drop it in the comments. Um, I actually have so in case you're joining me in um, as this is one of your first lives, and maybe they're joining me with. I do these sticker questions. So if you have any questions, throw them in the sticker below. And then also, I'm going to, I'm picking a question now in case you're wondering what I'm doing. Um, and I'm going to also ask some people to maybe join me. Um, I like to call it Instagram roulette because I never know what I'm going to get. So that just means that if you want to join me, request a join, but that means you have to have your question ready. Um, and yeah, it is a risk for me, and I kind of like it. It's kind of fun. Um, I'm finding a question right now. Drop them in. Ah, oh, I can't find the question of. oh man, I had a question already. Um, so that um actually, so you see me in real time, guys. Sometimes I'm a little unorganized. I thought I was actually organized today, and I'm just talking to myself. All right, um, Michelle, you're watching. Slack me. What was the question? I need reminding. Sorry, guys. This is. Um, Michelle, are you watching? Anita. To... all right, I'm just gonna choose an, an, a random question then, because Michelle has disappeared. Um, come on, people, Michelle, you're not. Uh, sorry, guys. Okay, here we go. So I, I can't seem to find it. This is from Karen. Belton, Karen Belton, her question, and I'm going to find it as I talk to you guys and read out her question. I was hoping to put it at the bottom, but I can't seem to find it now. Her question is, how do you balance? I'm just going to, sorry to distract I don't want to lose everybody. All right. So her question is, how do you balance business versus pleasure, especially when working from home? So actually working from home right now has been wonderful. I've given myself permission, and this is something that I do quite a lot because I like to I actually do like to be in control of things, so for me it really is. Um, I gave myself permission to enjoy this time at home because just being in contact with a lot of people, um, a lot of you guys. I know a lot of people are stressing and um, you know anxious and. Aren't quite sure where the world's gonna go, and it's like I just don't want to live that like that. And to me, it's a choice, like I just choose to not live in anxiousness and frustration and worry. And in order to choose that, it means I have to change the way that I do things and what I do in my life. So, um, I've given myself permission to stop work earlier. Uh, Tom has as well, my sister in law is actually living with us right now. So, every single night, we're playing video games for an hour. I never, I always eating and working. I gave myself permission to stop when I'm having my dinner. So a lot of this is um, just deliberately changing the habits and the actions that I do on a daily basis to make sure that I'm actually enjoying my life. Because again, guys, I don't know if you've heard me say this already, but I really do believe, in fact, let me back up. When I have women on the show, the first thing most times is the story they have told themselves. So for me, right, the story I told myself growing up was that I wasn't pretty enough um, because this is what I was getting. Um, you know, I should be a stay at home wife because I was brought up in a very traditional Greek um, community. So all these things I'm um, bringing on as um, as like truth. And so when I go back to okay, how do I break free of that? What are the things that I can do to make sure that I don't get trapped into things like that? It is things by deliberately changing the acts that I'm doing. So um I hope that makes sense. So yeah, so for me, it really is about drawing fine lines. I just tell myself, Lisa, by 5:30, you're gonna stop work and you're gonna have dinner. Like it, it, it kind of is as simple as that and i don't want to say because like, i know it's even at first i started feeling guilty oh my god i should be freaking working and it's like no lisa you always work so this is the time that you're going to take to enjoy yourself so i just give myself the permission it has made such an um an impact and to be honest because I'm not in the office right now. When I work, I go deep. I don't get distracted. I don't have people um, tapping on my shoulder every two minutes. So it's actually easier for me to go deep and get quality work done than it is to focus on. Oh my god, how many hours am I putting in? So um, that's something that I've really been doing. I got a couple of people that have asked to join. Oh, we got our GG again. All right, let's 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 have a look. Case guys, if you're just joining, I'm randomly choosing people to join me on my Instagram live. If you want to join, request it down below. Hello. How's it going,
1: Lisa? Good, sweetie. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I actually went live with your husband last week, so now I'm going live with you. This is crazy. I'm I'm going around all the billions. I love it. I was gonna say you're hitting
0: the billions one by one.
1: I know. I love I I love both you guys and what you're doing is is truly special for the world, not just now in this pandemic, but throughout the entire time you've been doing this. So I, first of all, just wanna say thank you so much for that, I really appreciate it.
0: Bless you, thank you so much. Where are you calling from?
1: Yes, so I'm currently in Wisconsin, about 30 minutes south from Green Bay. So a little colder than where
0: you're at. Yeah, no
1: kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your question, sweetie? Yes, so I think, when I think about all the people out there who are really great at writing authentic content on instagram i think you are definitely in the top for sure and so for someone who you know wants to build their brand and i work with someone who i'm going to be helping building their brand as well what's your tips for writing content that you know is not i don't want to go for selling someone but i really want to make someone feel an emotional impact by it and and you know help them to get something out of it to improve their lives. So what is kind of your tips to to do that in the most like authentic way as possible?
0: Yeah, so um, I love this question actually. I haven't been asked this, I don't think before, so I really love this. Um, the key to me was I didn't listen to other people. So when I started mm-hmm. my Instagram and I was like, okay, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna put time and effort into it. I don't just wanna be a half ass. Can-, can I be bothered, can I not? So I made the decision if I'm going to give myself over to it. So I told myself yes. And what, for me, were the non-negotiables? And I sat down and I said, Lisa, if you're going to do this, if you're going to put your time and energy into it, what do you have to get out of it? What, like, Lisa, what do I have to get out of it? Because if I'm not getting something out of it, then I can't, I don't think I can passionately, um, expect other people to get something out of it mm-hmm. so when I said that it's like okay I'm never going to bullshit because I ju- I don't bullshit in a way and so why would I try and do that on you know on an Instagram mm-hmm. then it was like I have to be authentically me Lisa are you ready for that Like, are you ready to share things that you haven't spoken about before? Because I don't want fluff. Like, if I'm going to put out fluff, why even freaking do it? I I value my time. so And I value other people's time to read the comments. So I'm just like, okay, if someone's going to take the time to read it, if I'm going to take the time to write it, it has to be true and it has to be who I am. And even you can tell right now, I don't give one word answers. And so Mm -hmm. when I started my Instagram, I started writing really long captions and this was probably about two years ago now. Now my husband Tom who I love more than life itself and when I say I admire that man like how everyone else feels about him I feel like that too. I think he's a freaking genius. I think he busts his ass. I think he is always looking at his inadequacies. He's always trying to improve so I really admire him and it was his vision about how to market um, quest that, that allowed us to become a billion dollar company. He had a vision of the marketing strategy we needed to do. Mm-hmm. So, Now, I have a husband with all of that in place, and he tells me, Lisa, what the hell are you doing? Why on earth are you wasting your time writing all these long captions? No one does it, because this was about two years ago. He's like, no one does it. It's a waste of your time. That isn't how people interact on Instagram. And so here I am going, oh, my God, the person I admire the most is giving me his advice. I'd be stupid not to take it. Mm Mm-hmm. But I had to ask myself, does this feel authentic to you? And it didn't. Mm. I'm not, I can't answer something in a one word and expect people to then be able to be impacted or change. Like that's just not how I am wired. I wish I was, right? I could probably do a lot more news outlets because, but now they look at me and they're like, Jesus Lisa, it takes you 15 minutes to answer a question. (laughs) But But I have learned not to change, right? Like I kind of have told myself that that's my superpower. And I don't expect other people to have that superpower. And I don't expect everybody for what I do and how I am to resonate with me. And that's okay. I've just accepted that I'm not going to adjust the way and who I am in order to grow a following.
1: Mm. Yes. And,
0: but here's the thing. I'm not actually saying it's necessarily the best strategy. So that's where you have to like look at it, right? Like, I, could I, Am I possibly holding my business back? by being long-winded, by having really long captions? Very possibly. Mm. Like, I I admit and actually look at that and go, yes, I could hold myself back. Mm. But despite that, I'm still going to make this decision. So I like to go in things with my eyes super freaking open and not be, um, you know, like... Uh, what's the word, Um, not trying to fool myself into thinking that my strategy is the best strategy. No, it's a strategy that works with me. It's a strategy that keeps my fire alive. It's the strategy that allows me to show up every day. And so Mm. if that means that I'm going to not necessarily grow as quickly, it is what it is. That's, that's a decision I am making with my eyes open.
1: Oh my gosh, I love that advice. I really do. And it's, it's, it's not so much Because I've had people in my life too, they're like, oh yeah, you write long captions, same exact thing to you. But in the end of the day, it's like, yeah, it's like, this is who I am and I'm pouring it out. But at the same time, you got to ma- manage the dichotomy of no- understand the strategy and-, and what really works for your business and your customer base and everything, but also while keeping that authentic self. I really love, really love that advice. That is so awesome. I'm going to take this to heart for sure. And oh. I, I want to make sure to give time to other people who want to jump in on here. So I'm going to hop off, but thank you so much, Lisa, for this. This is great. I'm going to watch this back again recorded and keep mm-hmm. watching it every time I go to write something on instagram so i really really appreciate your time oh myself.
0: dude of course you're so awesome thank you for joining us
1: of course have a great time and 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 be be safe and stay healthy you too, my and, dear and keep doing what you're doing
0: you too sweetie take care take care all right bye all right um all right guys so if you're just joining i am doing a live instagram roulette is what i'm calling it i'm sure it's got a, another word to it but i don't know also i'm answering sticker questions so throw them in the bottom um i'm not necessarily great at sticker questions so you have to bear with me as i try and find one is that is at your question because i've got a couple of that are like where did you get your shoes i don't as much as i love to answer those because i freaking love my shoes i don't know if it actually brings um value so um i don't know if i'll answer that um all right i I haven't actually read the whole question oh here we go do you have any advice about projecting your confidence in the workplace okay so let's just assume right now this question is going out to the workplace in general should we go for what what do you guys want to hear do you want to hear workplace in corona or workplace in um it's actually a building. So I'm just going to start with Corinne. In fact, forget it. Right. So right now, the confidence. There are moments where like, I'm not sure. There are moments where I had gut issues actually a couple of days ago. I was feeling super tired. I was not feeling confident. I was not feeling like I was a badass. I was not feeling like all the things that I tell myself to encourage myself. And so what do I do in times like that? First of all, I give myself grace. Like you're only freaking human. Like I can't be confident all the freaking time. And I just tell myself that. Now here's the funny thing is, I don't lean into it because I don't want to um, accept the fact that I'm not confident all the time. I actually did a post about this the other day. It was a post that I held up that says, I'm, um, you are enough. That the truth is i believe i am enough and i believe i'm not enough at all and it's holding those two competing ideas in my mind that allow me to move forward so with confidence i tell myself lisa you can't be confident all the time now why do i do that because in moments of not being confident i don't want to beat myself up i think beating myself up and allowing that negative voice to seep in is not going to serve me so i've told myself Give yourself grace, Lisa, give yourself grace because you can't be confident all the time. There are going to be moments where someone kicks you in the teeth because something happened. I can't think of an example now, but let me tell you, when you're in business and you're in the workforce, you're going to find that. You're going to find moments of failure. You're going to find moments where you trip up and you're like, I should have known better. Like that shit happens to me all the time. But in those moments, I don't let it dent my confidence or my ego because I've told myself, hey, you can't do this all the time. So I've given myself the grace. But I also tell myself in those moments, like, oh, maybe I give myself a time limit. Lisa, you've got 30 minutes. You can wallow. You can feel shitty about yourself. You can say you should have known better. You can say that you're not enough. Like, tell yourself that. Uh, but in that moment, give yourself that time, in that 30 minutes. Then after that 30 minutes, I actually do this, guys. In after that time is up, I'm like, now what? Get yourself freaking up and be the person you want to be. And in order for me to do that, I have to start acting, because from, um, I can't just think my way through confidence. I have to act on certain things. So then I go to, call. Cool, what do I know that I can actually do that brings me satisfaction, that makes me feel good about myself? So I may do drawing, I may come on here and um, talk to you guys, because Honestly, guys, like, I don't know how much you guys may realize how much you give me fuel, but when I start seeing the hearts when I say something, I'm like, oh, great, it's creating impact. Like, that shit gives me confidence. So, and I don't shy away from it. I don't shy away from the fact that um, I need confidence from external, but I don't, um, what's the word? I don't rely on it. So I definitely get it from you guys when I do content and I see that it resonates with people. Of course, that feels good, but I can't rely on it because what if I did something that everyone hated? Well, now you're letting other people dictate whether you should feel good about yourself or not. No, so I don't allow that. If something I do, tanks, let's just say work, or I have to give someone a piece of advice and someone's like, that's terrible advice. I just go, okay, cool. What can I learn? Because when you look at the negativity on how much I messed up and, oh my God, how could I have done it differently? That doesn't help me grow. But instead, I go, cool, I completely failed. How do I, what can I learn from it? And by framing it like that, it actually changes the way I feel about myself. Because now I go into not a beat yourself up, look how shitty you are, Lisa Mode. I go into oh Lisa okay you've learned a lesson now this lesson let's put it into action let's give it a try let's give it a shot so you can see in just acting in thinking in a different way and framing things differently it changes the way I, I build my confidence and now going to workplace like that just spreads so whether I'm at home or where when we um, after the corona is finished and we go back to work um all of that will um will have an impact now the other thing is don't pretend you know everything guys no one wants to be around someone where they just think they know everything like no one wants to do that i don't want to be around someone like that so why would i want so why do i think i have to project that so if i'm in a work situation and someone asks me a question and i don't know does it dent my ego does it dent my confidence yeah but what am i going to do pretend that doesn't help So I'm just going, oh, you know what? I actually don't know, but let me find out. All right, now I don't feel like I have to hide. I have to pretend like I know everything. I just don't. So even in the question, if you guys ask me a question and I don't know, I'm not going to pretend I know. I'm going to say, I have no clue. Or I'm going to say, huh, maybe this feels right, but I'm never going to just always exert confidence like I know everything. And so it is so beautiful. To see when somebody else, if you're asking someone a question and they're like, "Yeah, I'm actually not sure, but I'm gonna get you that answer," that's way more impressive to me as a boss, as a work colleague, whatever position is. That's way more impressive than someone go, "Oh well, it's because of this." And you kind of know deep down they're bullshitting, right? You kind of know they're just winging it. So then you ask them one question. Well, how come it's like that? And then you go through this whole spiraling thing or where they actually, then you realize they actually don't know, but they were saying something to, you know, um, like hide their, um, you know, their their lack of confidence, if you will. And so I've just learned to lean into not knowing and it has changed everything. So hopefully that has helped. Alright, I'm going on to the next question. I want to do some shout-outs to you guys from Hawaii, Canada, Tanzania, Brazil, Bulgaria, and India. What's up, people? Okay, so I have a sip of coffee. If you want to join me on a live guys, I am doing Instagram roulette and I also am doing question stickers. Um all right here you go what keeps you going also love how you motivate us to be our best selves. oh thank you um oh, sweet. what keeps me going so everyone talks about goals everyone has vision boards you know like um like just in, front, in fact when we we're at quest at quest when we have I many God jesus there was a sunday i think it was easter sunday i don't want to lie so I'm putting that like in a little asterisk. It may have been Easter Sunday, but it was definitely a Sunday. Week after week after week, Tom and I were going into the facility and we were just trying to make product. we were trying to figure out problems. I'm standing there on a Sunday in my hair now, in my sweat. I've got like protein bar under my nails. It's like stuck to my shoes. And it's like, I just feel shitty. I, I didn't know Quest was going to be what it was. So in those moments, I freaking hated it. Like it was miserable. My husband was like, on this whole growth thing, he was loving it, he was loving the entrepreneurship thing, and here I was, I literally, guys, I wouldn't wear makeup, I was in the hairnet all day, every day, and I just didn't enjoy it. So what keeps me motivated? I hold on to things and I hold on to things deliberately. So in those situations, we were getting at the time, um, we were getting phone calls and, you know, me, Tom and his business partners, we were all customer service. We were the production. We were every, you know, I'm sure if anyone's watching has their own business, it's like you end up wearing a million different hats. My husband was cleaning the toilets Bless him, like he was sanitation, like that's what we were doing. So in those moments, we were just like, we were answering customer uh, calls and there was one woman and we were getting calls, oh my God, love your product. People were just starting to hear about us. So we were getting a lot of calls saying, thank you. My God, I've lost weight, amazing. But there was one phone call that hit me so hard. And I told myself at that time, you better freaking remember this story and you're gonna repeat this every time you're frustrated that you're trying to, you know, that you're working in a warehouse, in a hairnet. This was not the life that I signed up for. I was gonna make movies, like that was my dream. And this was I didn't feel like this was the life I signed up for. So what is the story? This woman calls up and she says, hey Lee, or not like Lisa because she didn't know me but um I kind of made it personal it's actually interesting Ha, ah, I made it personal wow that's really cool I like that so make it personal there you go there's another tip so in that moment I am um the woman's saying hey guys I just wanted to thank you um my son who is now I think he was like four or five at the time he was um type one diabetic And he couldn't eat any sugar. And she was like, you have no idea how shitty I feel when my son goes to school, when he goes to these birthday parties, and I have to tell him he cannot eat the chocolate, he cannot eat the snack. And for four or five years, let's just say five, for five years, I have been telling him no. I've been telling him no. And I have felt like such a terrible mother. And guys, your protein, I'm literally freaking getting chills. Your protein bar? has made me feel like a better mother. Fuck, like even as I say cuz this was 10 years ago now, I still feel as deep and as touched by that story as I did back then. And I don't even work at Quest anymore. We don't even, you know, we sold the company. So, so what do I do? How do I stay motivated? I hold on to things that really grab my heart. I um That story, I repeat to myself. I mean, you even just noticed. I made it personal, like she was talking to me. That's how much I lean into it. And I remind myself when I'm tired, when things feel shitty, I remind myself why I'm doing it. The second part is, I'm not gonna deny, I freaking wanted a bigger house. I was fed up in being in a a tiny house. I was fed up on doing laundry. I was fed up on cooking for myself. I was fed up on doing dishes. I had played the housewife role that I didn't wanna play. I did it for freaking eight years. And so when I was like, I want to have enough money so I can hire someone to do the dishes. Like, it was just a dream of mine. And I, you know, even saying it out loud, like it doesn't have to be your dream, but that was definitely part of it. That was something I was excited over and so when I was working I'm just like come on Lisa keep going you're gonna get someone to do your dishes one day and then something else Tom and I would do is on days where we both felt shitty we would get in the car and we had one car that we were sharing between us and um, at the time we had given every penny we had over to Quest and if Quest had failed we were done and so we're in our car and we, so we reduced our, our money to one car. We had one. It had a hole in the exhaust. So it was kind of like if you ever like go over 60 miles an hour, the whole car started to, like, shake and jigger. Um, is jigger even a word? I don't even know. But I like it, so I'm going to use it. All right, so it started to jigger. And so Tom and I, on days where we were just tired, it was a weekend. We were freaking frustrated. We were like, why are we making protein bars? We want to, you know, make movies. Every time. So we would drive in the Hollywood Hills and we would drive around in this car and we would point out houses and we were like oh babe do you like that style and he kind of liked more of the like the cottage feel i like more of the mediterranean feel and we would discuss it like we were about to buy a house and because we wanted to embody the feeling of what it would be like if we succeeded. We weren't just imagining it. I wasn't just putting a photo of a car or something that I really wanted or of jewelry on the wall as abstract. We were actually driving around these neighborhoods and saying like, and we were debating, we were actually arguing like, babe, I don't like that type of roof on that house. And he's like, yeah, but I do. And I'm just like, okay, but what if we do a Mediterranean house that, that that roof doesn't fit with a Mediterranean feel? like. That's the conversations we would have. So whatever it is that you're doing, like what is that goal? And what can you do right now to really feel it? Not just have it as an abstract 2D image on your wall, but to feel it so freaking deep in your heart that when you feel shitty about yourself, when you ask your question of what the hell am I doing with my life? Why am I in a henna? When I started filmmaking, it is those moments. It is those things that will drive you. It is those things that will... um push you when you don't feel like it. So even right now, and I will get off this question, but I love this question so much. But even right now, as Tom and I have spent almost four years building impact theory, I am now creating a graphic novel for females. But that isn't my end goal. So when I look at what that end goal is, what do I do? I try to Feel it. So my end goal, in case you're wondering, this isn't, um, so we're building a studio where we can do fictional content because my background is filmmaking as well. So I want to do empowering stuff like this, live content. I want to do interviews, impactful stuff, but I also want to do fictional content, which is why I have Wonder Woman behind me, which is why I have different types of impactful fictional stuff around me, because I love feeling, like I love storytelling, Harry Potter, all of these things make you feel a certain way. And I want other people to be entertained and feel that certain way okay so that's my goal but it's hard to kind of every day when you're feeling shitty to go i want people to feel a certain way well what the hell does that even mean i don't even know myself so when i go okay lisa play that out what actually what is that thing that vision That actual thing that you feel so freaking deep in your heart that you want to come true okay so are you ready i'm about to reveal um it is to win an academy award So for me, I I haven't finished that, that's not just a dream. So for me, it is to win the Academy Award. Okay, if I wanna win the Academy Award, what emotional thing can I hold on to? Well, in case you have followed me for a while, Tom does like these romantic dips. If you look back at my Instagram, I've got a lot of photos of where he's doing these romantic dips. So my dream is to be on stage Win an Academy Award for a fictional piece of content I have created that is impactful, that people love, where it's helped people change their lives. And when I go up on stage to get my Academy Award, my husband does the dip. All right, so I'm emotionally connected, right? I've got the husband in it, because let me tell you, if anyone can pull up my heartstrings, it is that man. So I've made sure that he's part of that division. And now, every time, Going back to this question, how do I keep going? In times where I'm tired, in times where I'm exhausted, I think about being on that stage. I think about that Academy Award. When I get people offering me, you know, um, potential, like, opportunities. The thing that I ask myself is, Lisa, is this going to move you towards your goal or away from your goal? Right now, as you guys are watching this, in fact, what is that goal? And I bet you, as I'm talking, something is coming to your guys' mind. And I'm looking in the camera. What is that goal right now that's coming to your mind? How can you hold on to it with your heart and emotion? Like, what's that attachment you can do? And then how do you remind yourself every single day that that is what you're working for? And then also one other thing I'm going to pose to you guys, what is the thing that you currently feel like is your roadblock? Now, with that roadblock, change your perspective and say, how can I use this roadblock to get to my goal? And I've asked you a lot of questions, but that's how I think. That's how I break down my thoughts. When I hit a roadblock, I don't let it stop. I'm like, how can this help me get to my goal?" So I know that was a really long answer, and I really hope that came, that was value to you guys. Um, okay, we've got a couple of people asking to join. Let's see who we got today. Come on down. I really do love talking People face to face. It makes me feel like I'm not just talking to a voice, it's connecting. Well, hello, sweetie! I'm
2: so excited! How are you doing? I'm just so happy that I put some makeup on today (laughs) because, oh, I've been looking like crap for a long time. (laughs) <laughs> well, welcome. What is your name and where are you calling from? Well, my name is New. I'm calling from New York City, Queens specifically. Shout out to all the New Yorkers I saw in your comments.
0: Seriously, shout out to New Yorkers. The, your, your first responders, man. Mad respect.
2: Yeah, it's been really, really crazy, really scary, specifically um, in Queens, just because, um, especially the area that I'm in right now, the neighborhood, um, there's a lot going on. Um, so many of the deaths that are occurring in Queens are specifically from the area that I am in. So it's been really, really oh, um scary. But I am so proud to be a New Yorker, and I see all the New Yorkers. The yeah, go, so big it up, New
0: Yorkers!
2: Oh my gosh, Lisa, I'm literally shaking. And after this, I'm gonna go and like yell to my mom. Just like, <laughs> You're not gonna get on, and I'm like, girl, you have no idea.
0: And what has that taught you? If you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. All lowercase. Again, guys, you can go to shopify.com slash Lisa right now to grow your business, no matter where you are and what stage it's in. That's shopify.com slash Lisa.
2: Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I'm fangirling right now. So I'm going for a little bit. Um, But I have been, I actually just recently came um, upon Impact Theory and uh, a few months ago and it has completely changed my life. However, I'm very real with myself. And I've been watching all these videos and, um, you know, really trying to soak them all in. But um, I haven't been implementing many of those things, Mm. you know, because of the stories and the things that I tell myself. But um, I think this whole pandemic has really um, taught me that I need to now start implementing the things that I am learning. Because if I am watching these things and, you know, telling people like oh I heard this and that and this was so cool but I'm not implementing it then it doesn't matter so this is so cool
0: (laughs) um so what's your question I I was about to respond to what you said but I wasn't sure if you actually had the question or you wanted to talk about that
2: yeah um I have another question I have so many questions (laughs) I actually wrote something down because I'm like you know what if one day I get on this live what would I say and I have it oh my god
0: Amazing, I freaking love that. All right, so I will advise, if you have a lot of questions, why don't you ask something you feel could be universal yes. for a lot of people watching right now? Yeah,
2: um, and that's where I'm kind of headed with this, and it's it's perhaps a question that I think you have addressed in other videos or in, like, impact theories or, in you know, women of impact, but um, it's one that I think I still want to ask just
3: because yeah, I think it. it's
2: good to, like, hear it especially now on live. So, um, you know, we all have these negative voices in our head, always going back and forth. Um, And my question to you is like, when these negative voices are kind of going back and forth, and they're kind of like bringing you down and forcing you to negotiate on your dream, how do you kind of stop those voices? okay or tone them down a bit i guess
0: yeah so that's the thing like i've really really tried to stop the negative voice and i just haven't been able to like it's it's one of the and i'm not saying i'm giving up because i don't think um, failure is ever an option for me or at least that's what i tell myself um but the truth is at least right now i am 40 years old and i still haven't figured it out okay cool so i don't beat myself up i just haven't figured it out so i go okay if you can't right now Stop the voices. How do you tone them down? Mm-hmm. So there are certain moments where it's about really identifying when you're doing it. Because I don't know about you. I am so naturally giving myself negative feedback. I actually don't even realize I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, right. even, even now, I sometimes will give myself like, oh, my God, Lisa, you didn't handle that very well. Like, let's say there was a company issue, and I, I step in, I'm like, yeah, you didn't handle that well. Shit, you should have done better. Oh, my God, you could have done this. You could have done that. And it's like, okay, I'm beating myself up over something. um, But instead of just like, I'm actually making myself feel worse. And... I am all. I'm so goal oriented. I keep that's. I I keep referring back to. Does that serve your goal? Okay. Beating mm-hmm. myself up right now. Does that serve my goal? No, because I'm actually feeling worse about myself, which is going to um, reduce the confidence I have in myself. If I'm not feeling confident, it means I want to take less risks. If I take less risks, it means that I'm less likely to achieve something great that I'm. You know that I'm. I'm striving for. So I try to identify when that negative voice happens right it's typically late at night it's typically when i'm falling asleep so making myself aware of when it happens is number one then making myself aware of the language i'm using with myself Mm. lisa you didn't you shouldn't you can you believe okay well I actually think sometimes, in fact, no, not even sometimes, I think all the time, if you have a chance to reflect back on a situation, it can be the most beautiful thing because there can be a lesson there.
2: Mm-hmm. So and when I think that that can also be scary, right? I think the reflection process can be scary because sometimes, you know, as you're reflecting, you might notice something about yourself or come to some sort of conclusion that you're not you're not too happy with. And I think that can
0: be scary. A hundred percent. But it's only scary if you see it as a negative. So that's part of the last thing is that if you look back at something and you go, where did I go wrong? What is wrong? I actually think it can be beautiful. And it's all about perspective. I just tell myself, Lisa, right now you're saying you shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done that. Okay, change the language you're using. Mm -hmm. I could have done this. I could have done that. Next time I will, right? So instead of saying I shouldn't, Next time, right? Giving yourself the grace that, hey, I fucked up. Sure, great, okay. I've recognized that I fucked up. But instead of allowing that negative voice to keep looping, use the negative voice as a superpower. Mm -hmm. Like it literally can be a superpower if you just change the way you think. So right now I would challenge you for the next week, every time you have a negative voice come in, this is what I want you to say, it's my superpower.
1: Mm.
0: once that voice comes in so identify when you do it most tell yourself like a habit it's my superpower now you have to act on it so once you said it's my superpower now go how is this my superpower so if I've messed up in a meeting and I'm like okay well um I've messed up and now my superpower is identifying it and moving forward not beating myself up over it Okay, I could have done this better. Great. Next time, that's what I'm going to do. And now I start to feel good about myself because I'm putting in actual implementation on how to progress instead of holding me there. So now my relationship with my negative voice has changed. Mm, Well, everything has come back to my relationship with that voice because I remember I can't switch it off. Right. So instead of seeing that negative voice as that, um, you know, the the monster in the closet, I just open the closet doors and like, welcome, come and drink coffee with me. <laughs> right? You have right. to change the relationship you have with it in order to, uh, at least for me, to not let it hold you back because it used to hold me back in so many freaking ways. Um, and so that's kind of how I I handle it.
2: Right. And I guess that in doing that, you, um create a better relationship with yourself
0: Mm -hmm. a hundred it all it all starts and ends there it really does it's like what relationship do you have by yourself you know um my husband says this a lot and i it's one of my favorite quotes ever it's like really the only thing that actually matters in life is how you feel about yourself when you are by yourself yeah, Like the top of my success, the top of my financials, when Quest sold, oh my God, it was like life had changed. But when I'm by myself and my eyes are closed, it doesn't freaking matter what success you have. It doesn't matter what type of linen you're sleeping in. It doesn't matter how many, you know, cotton threads that you're, you have. None of that shit matters. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter how many people follow you. It doesn't matter how many people say you're amazing when I'm by myself and my eyes are closed, how do I feel about myself? And I focus on that a lot because that's the thing that keeps me going when I feel badly about myself. it's like, no, Lisa, it's okay. Remember, be kind to yourself, you know, push yourself, be kind to yourself, push yourself. So. Right, and I think
2: learn, like be kind to yourself. Yes, that's important because I'm all for it. But I also think that sometimes you have to be kind of like an asshole to yourself. Um, 100%. <laughs> I'm such an asshole to myself sometimes. Like, you know, I say all the curse words, like, you're a B, you're this, you can't run this, like, whatever, like, come on, get up. Um, But I think that there's, you know, a productive way to do that. And then there's there's one that isn't, which is what I have been. Maybe we all have been kind of programmed to to kind of think more into or play more into, but, um, you know, really consciously making the effort to – Locate that negative thought and then to, to do something about it, I guess is, is. Yeah. And I want to be very clear. I, I absolutely be the crap out of myself as well. Yeah.
0: I just have learned when language is useful and when it's not. And when mm-hmm. to beat myself up because it's useful to me and when not to beat myself up because it's not useful. So when mm-hmm. there are times where I'm like, you know, you've got this Lisa, what the <laughs> fuck? Stop okay. complaining. Get you even said, right. Get back up. Like I, Myself like that in moments where I need it but when I'm feeling super fragile and I worry that language will break me I give myself the grace right and knowing and learning within yourself or on when one is useful and when one isn't can really freaking unlock the most tremendous growth oh. awesome
2: I freaking love you. <laughs>
0: oh, God. Thank you so, so much for the great question oh. and for joining. And now you can go back to your mom and say that because you believed you could make it, you made it happen.
2: Oh, this is freaking awesome. And I will be on your show one day.
0: I My think. girl. Oh,
2: I could feel it.
0: Respect. I look forward to seeing you on that seat and writing your intro.
2: Man, I freaking love you. Take care. Thank you for everything.
0: You too, sweetie. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Oh my God, I'm loving this. Sometimes I actually do worry and this is part of just my personality. Like when I'm having too much fun and I really enjoy it, I have to assess like, is this actually what I should be doing with my life. Um, I don't know if you guys feel like that. And that's part of just my personality. Like, I wish I could overcome that. Um, but I did. I definitely make sure. In fact, no, I don't wish I can overcome it because what I do is I make sure that I'm aligned. So if I'm working and it's moving the business forward and the business is doing amazing, I still ask myself, Lisa, are you actually having fun? Because I'm not, I will change. Like to me, I have to freaking love my life, um, and so even with this, like I'm loving it so much. I do have to ask the question: if I'm bringing value, or if this is just like my own gluttonous, selfish hour that I get to like speak to you guys. Um, all right, Frenchy G, you're saying you'd love to join me. Have you requested Frenchy G? Let me tap on this little. Come on, sticker. Aha, Frenchy G. All right, girl, you caught my attention. Let's do it. And then I'm going to go to another sticker question, guys. So if you want to drop in a sticker question below while we wait for Frenchy Hi! G in the house, hey! How
3: are you? This is awesome. How are you good. doing? I'm good, sweetie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I have a question, but I just wanted to add um something that I've discovered in this quarantine because I used to have the same problem on taking action. And so you're completely right in, in saying, you know, start observing when these thoughts happen. Um, But something that has also helped me is unconditionally accepting that no matter how much work I do, there's always gonna be a negative voice at some point. And it's almost like my, it's it's my brain trying to protect me from danger or measure. Like, why did I say that? Or did I do this? Or did I put myself in a situation? It's like constantly trying to measure and solve strategically Mm. what the problem is at hand. And so, um, If we prepare that. before action happens and prepare before things happen and tell ourselves, you know, most likely, even if I do my absolute best or if today's an off day, my mind at some point might kind of like start telling, you know, really bad things to myself. And so when you really understand that um, and expect it. Then it kind of makes the whole process less paralyzing. Yeah, I really love that.
0: No, thank you for saying that. And I really do love that. And I think that that's also like where I was going with the the relationship you have with it, right? Because people always talk about fear and failure, and they're like, Lisa, how do you overcome it? It's like I've changed my relationship with it. Like that is it comes back down to that. It like it comes back down to when I fear, when I'm scared of something, I've just changed my relationship, and so now when I'm scared, I'm just like, oh my god, this is amazing! I'm about to do something new. I'm. to go out of my comfort zone but mm-hmm. I, I forced myself to change that relationship and even if I'm scared look what I'm doing with my hands right like I'm just like this is <laughs> amazing even if I'm even myself, like <laughs> I just forced myself to have a different relationship with the, the things that I struggle with that used to hold me back so yeah. um so, so I really appreciate you saying that as well yeah and I also think that, like
3: what I used like, to I used to associate those thoughts with my emotions so like if I'm thinking all these things I now associate how I feel based on the content of those thoughts, mm-hmm. and through meditation and a lot of practice, separating and being like, okay, it's telling me it's, I'm a failure, it's telling me I'm not doing things, but I really need to understand that just because it's saying that I shouldn't associate how I feel with right, that. So right, hard. right, right. It's a hard. It's easier said than done, but um, yeah. I just wanted to add That's that. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So my question, What's your though, question, yeah, Oh my God, my question. So I've never dealt with this or I never, maybe never acknowledged it, but I am now. And so I wanted to ask a woman, um, you know, throughout this quarantine, I'm, I'm always considering myself to grow and, you know, learn new things and offer new things to the table to different teams that I'm on. Um, I work in film production, I'm in media, and I work with a lot of men and, you know, they're, they're not like, there's not like a crazy patriarchy but I am the youngest one of the pack and so sometimes I get confused on when I'm offering things to the table and they're not being like accepted or considered is it sometimes it feels like it's because I'm a woman like if everybody else in the the room is a male and they're setting on idea and there's an ego and they're like not thinking about things that I'm just like, wait, you guys aren't seeing this part and how this can go wrong and how we can solve this. And it's just not even in the vicinity of their thoughts. And so the offering gets shut down. And so my question is, you know, I work in an environment where it's not like a corporate job and I have to do what my boss says. It's it's a team and we do it together. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes get passionate because I'm just like, you guys need to see this. Like, this is a, this is a huge, this, is, this would positive, positively benefit this way and this way and this way. And it's, for whatever reason, it seems it comes off is because of like ego or like it, 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 I'm perceiving it as men sometimes have an idea and that's kind of like what they stick with and that's what they go with. And so I don't know how to handle that. Like when somebody's not seeing an idea that makes you feel undervalued at the table yeah I don't know how to go about that (laughs)
0: um that's very thank you for being so open and honest and and vulnerable um so for me when we first started quest I had been a housewife for eight years so I didn't know the business world at all my husband had been working with these other two business people for um for those eight years so when I started a quest I know um no plan to be in the business world, but I found myself in it. And, you know, we grew at 57,000%. I'm I'm, I'm
3: working with my partner as well. So, okay. Right. So this
0: is even more interesting. Um, and so they literally, we grew so quickly that I just, um, even I started out as helping and then I ended up being part of the business and co-founder and helping build it. Um, in those moments I was sitting at the table and I'm like, you don't know anything. Like, so I'm actually, I will get to your, your final question. Cause you'll saying you're you actually know what you're doing. I didn't know shit. So I'm like, I don't know anything. I'm here with these three guys who have been doing business for so long and here I am. And sometimes I would hear something that they were saying. I'm like, that just doesn't make sense. Like that doesn't feel right. I don't. And in, I used to tell myself, Lisa, you can't say anything. Who the fuck are you? You don't know shit I used compared to, to these too. guys. But like, so I'm just like, I, I can't say anything like these guys know way more than you even though part of me my instincts I was like it just doesn't feel right it just doesn't feel right and so I didn't have the confidence a to even speak up at the beginning and once I started to see wow huh when you said that didn't feel right and in your head you told yourself this is what should happen and it whatever happened let's say failed and then you ended up back to the idea that I actually had in my head I'm like but Lisa, it's on you that you didn't speak up. Like You can't blame them for them intimidating you. Like It is up to me to step up and speak out. It is not up to them to welcome my opinion. It is up to me to lay that groundwork. And people will treat you the way that you let them treat you, period. So I started to realize that in order for me to be heard, I had to speak up, first of all. Then second of all, of course, it's their ego. And I'm not just saying men. Like, I personally don't see this as a man and a woman thing. I yeah, see me this, either. I was just I, wondering. I see this as a pure ego thing. So let's take me going to the doctors. So I would, when my health first failed, I, I literally was like, who are the best doctors in Beverly Hills? I'm going to pay for the best. And I went and I went for a gut issue. and. I was like, okay, I haven't, had, I haven't had a period in you know five years and I'm having these gut issues and I can't really stand up and I'm inflamed. And the doctor was like, no, 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 your period's got nothing to do with it. This is your problem. I would go to a different doctor. Let's say I would go to an allergy doctor. Oh, my problem was allergies. I went to a gut doctor. Oh, my problem was gut. I went to an immune doctor. Oh, my problem was an immune doctor. Now, after a while, I started to realize why aren't these doctors listening to me saying, hey, this just doesn't feel right. Right. Like, why are they listening to me and dismissing me? It is absolutely ego. And I actually partly don't blame them. They've spent yeah. 20, 30, 40 years studying one thing. Exactly. They've spent so much money. Now they've got college debt and everything. They've spent so much money on this one thing. So now imagine, here comes along someone who may not have as much as experience or really may not, you know, um, have a track record if you will and then here then it's like oh you're gonna tell me what to do so 100% ego for sure now you can't control that but you can control how you act towards it and how you strategically get your opinion across the table so eventually it will be be so good they cannot ignore you
3: so how though and I'm sorry I know you want to go to the next person but like just real quick like in a scenario where you're able to clearly and concisely express it it gets ignored and then what you said happened like what you were trying to make people aware of happens it fails and you know for me like the projects I put myself into I give my heart and soul so Mm -hmm. the the issue then becomes it's like okay I've said these things a couple times now should I just step away should I like that Should I step away? Should I just say you guys got this? You guys can do this because, like, I'm 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 telling you, you know, clearly, what we're doing is not working. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, look, there are going to be some situations where ego is just always going to triumph, and you're never going to be able to get a word in edgewise. And if that was me, I would walk away. I would make sure that I've worked on myself and that I've done everything possible Mm -hmm. um, before I walk away. But the truth may be, you just may be working with people that are fixed minded and they can't see past it. And that's just going to be part of the reality. Um, And then you have to decide if that's an environment you want to work in or not. Right. um you know because or like if it was me I would be very strategic I would put my idea forward I would make it very official I would write it down I would make sure the supervisors are in it I don't know your your exact situation mm. but I would I'd make sure the supervisors are in it I'd say hey guys I just want to put a, I know this may not be my department or maybe it is your department be like hey I just had an idea I just wanted to share it with you guys and here's my thought put it out there step back if then they do something completely different and it fails and they should have done yours and you've got another idea, I would bring it up. Hey, guys, like last time, I actually made a suggestion and I'd love to make another suggestion and potentially right? like be super sweet. Don't call people out. Do it in ways that because people want to work with you. If people don't want to work right. with you, if you go in and you're just like a total bitch and you're like, I can't fucking believe you're not listening to my idea. You guys are garbage. No one's going to want to work with you. Everyone's no, going right. to dismiss exactly. you so um so it's it would have to be very strategic on how you do that step by step um be so good time after time like literally when it comes down to it if you're consistent and month after month after month your ideas are strong you admit when you're wrong you stand up for yourself you give great advice you're sweet you're kind you're nice to be around month after month after month guy let me tell you girl it will come to a point where people cannot freaking ignore you. And if yeah. they do still ignore you, it
3: ain't freaking That's worth your time. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So strategy yeah. and <laughs> concise and respect for the fact that they disagree. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You, you cannot let that take go personal. You cannot Yeah. under any circumstances, no matter what, you cannot let it be personal yeah awesome thank you you're welcome sweetie thank you so much for the question all right bye um all right i'm gonna answer a sticker question now what up people oh time time let's have a look um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. someone's saying why haven't i answered your question i'm sorry i've got so many questions i don't know which one is yours Um all right, here we go. I haven't I can only see okay, like the section of the question, guys, by the way. So it's always surprising to read the rest. Do I take a job nine to five or find out why, find my why and start an online business? Um that's a really good question. So who my advice six months ago, or God, my advice two months ago is very different than probably what my advice is now. So <clears throat> what Tom and I did when we started. Quest Nutrition and when we started Impact Theory is we looked at the worst case scenario um, and we made sure that okay we were okay with our worst case scenario we looked at our finances and we looked at how much money if we like shaved everything that we do right now off like if we shaved me going to Starbucks and getting my coffee me getting my hair done oh I get my hair done every two months great I'm going to get my hair done once a year Um, like literally I just I grab every penny we ever spend and I just started crossing shit out. So then I was left with a list of the must. Okay, cool, there's a must. I don't wanna live on the street. I wanna be able to you know, have a roof over my head. What does rent cost? Okay, I can probably get my finances down if I went to Costco and I bought bulk buy, but you have to take into account your membership finance. Like I literally broke everything down. And I was like, cool, okay. Um, now I know how much I have to live on. What do I want my life to be? Do I want a nine to five where I can now go to Starbucks, I can now not have to worry about if I get my food bulk buy or not. Or do I want to work towards something that is going to fulfill me and it could be way harder? That's just a question you have to ask yourself. What are you willing to do? So right now, if you have to get a nine to five to pay your bills, if you've got kids, if you need to pay for a roof over your head, yes, I would absolutely say get something that can pay your bills. But I wouldn't come home at 5 o'clock and Netflix and chill. Like, that isn't, at least for me, there's nothing wrong with it, guys. If that's the freaking life you want, that's the life you should have. You need to love your life. That is not the life that I want. So if I knew I had to do a 9 to 5 job in order for me to pay my bills, that's what I would do. But then let me tell you, 5.01, I'm working on my online business. And then I just say, how many hours am I willing to dedicate to it? Do I want a life where I'm working nonstop? Do I want a life where I'm working on the weekends? Like, no one's going to force you either way. But if you're at home now saying, oh, my God, I can't believe my business isn't succeeding, are you looking at how you spend your time and where you put your time and energy? Or if you're saying, um, you know, I hate my job what are you doing about it like I know right now it's very difficult because there's so much freaking unemployment so a lot of my advice like I'm a little cautious on what advice I give because of the state of the economy right now so please forgive me I don't want to be um you know insensitive to anybody who has lost their job Jesus Christ that absolutely breaks my heart but if you're just deciding between if I do an online business online it doesn't have to be either or so again I want to go back to when Tom and I started Quest we looked at it right Tom actually had he was um he was in a technology company and he was earning more money than we had ever been earning together ever and so we were at the high i started getting used to the fact that i could now go to starbucks and oh my god it was so exciting i could actually go to a shop and buy you know go to target and buy myself some stuff when i saw it i was so freaking excited I could buy myself those target pants like it was awesome i didn't have to necessarily worry about my finances but when we started to look at is this how I want to is this how I want to spend my life? Just okay, um, you know, Tom coming home every day, he's kind of miserable, he's got a nine to five, I can pay my bills, I can actually go to target without having to worry about money. But is this the life that I want to live for the rest of my life? Or would I rather cut my expenses, make sacrifices, and no, it's a ga- it's a gamble. No, I, there was no guarantee Quest was going to succeed. But we decided we wanted to have a potential of exponential growth, of leading our own lives, of having control of our own lives. And so that's why we decided to go into, you know, down the entrepreneurial path. But we didn't go into it blindly and be like, "Eh, we we hope we have enough money. We hope we survive. Like I went in literally knowing every penny we were spending, knowing how much we were spending on gas, making sure that we were walking places if we could, if we didn't want to spend, you know, the gas. But that was a headache We agreed and decided we were going to take because to me, and again, guys, I'm not placing any judgment, but to me, I would rather the headache of having to cut my finances and figure out how to make it work while building something that I'm seriously passionate about that I can wake up to every single day than having money. Where I'm not necessarily, but you know, thinking too much about it, it's not causing me any stress anymore. But I have a nine to five, and my life is miserable, and I'm just not loving what I'm doing. That's a decision that I would have made. So for me, um, I think it just comes back down to it doesn't have to be either or. But you have gotta be freaking honest with yourself about um, about what it's gonna take to start an online business, because. I know I've repeated this a lot and this is just a habit of Lisa, but um, you know, the, the truth is, is that there's no guarantee. When we started Quest, everyone thought we were gonna fail. So it's like there's no freaking guarantee. Cutting our expenses, you know, driving a car with a hole in the exhaust, like all of that in hindsight, everyone's like, yes, thank God. Or at least I am. Yes, thank God, Lisa, you you stuck with it. Thank God you kept doing the protein bars on that weekend. Thank God you didn't stick to a nine to five. But freaking hell, guys, it wasn't guaranteed. So, whatever business you're thinking about doing, if you're thinking about starting your own business, no, it's not guaranteed. So it may just be, it's probably gonna be more stressful than your nine to five but man if you freaking love it that's what you should hold on to but you've got to love it don't start a business because you think it's going to be <clears throat> oh actually you said you find your wife so actually sorry i kind of missed that part um So I would say work towards your why, but protect your downside. Make sure that you're thinking financially, how to stay afloat. Give yourself a timeline. So even with impact theory, um, you know, Tom and I, when we sold Quest, we definitely didn't have to work ever again. Um, But, For us, it was like that wasn't a life I wanted. I didn't just want to Netflix and chill my whole life. I actually wanted to do something and create and create impact. So we decided, okay, we're going to take some of our finances and we're going to create a new company and we're going to build a studio that can help that. But I'm not going to be doing this the rest of my life and not think about the finance side of it. I'm not just going to pour every penny I have into it. We've taken a certain amount and we've given ourselves a timeline. And we're like, all right, in this timeline, if we can make X, Y, and Z happen, then we'll continue. But we're not just going into it blindly. So um, I hope that answered your question. I feel like I kind of went a little off, um, but all right, guys, I've been on for an hour and I know Instagram's gonna cut me off after an hour. Damn Instagram. So I so appreciate all of your questions. Um, I am going to be doing some Q&A's. Let me know if you like these. I'm going to be posting them definitely on podcast. So if you're a podcast listener, go over to Women of Impact on podcast. If you like video content, which is definitely my beauty and my favorite and my heart and soul, go over to YouTube, Women of Impact, where I interview incredible women. I'm also posting these lives. I'm also posting other lives that I've been doing for interviews. Guys, guys, I cannot thank you enough for joining. I cannot thank you enough for your time. I know how precious everybody this time is right now so I really really want to thank you guys for joining and asking all the questions and joining the Instagram roulette until next time people be the hero of your own life peace out guys